The Great West College Hockey Podcast from the Summer Skate Studios is brought to you by Liberty University. Bring your faith and your game to the premier ACHAM1 program on the East Coast. See us at liberty.edu. M-Drive, honest ingredients, real science. Take our quiz at mdriveformen.com and see which of our products are right for you. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. With Caesars Rewards, members can enjoy rates as low as $10 a room. UNLV Hockey. Follow the Skate and Rebels Championship run all season long. For schedule and ticket information, go to rebelhockey.com. Drury Inns and Suites. Travel happy again. Book your room at one of our over 150 locations at druryhotels.com. University of Oklahoma Hockey. Big school, big dreams. For schedules and tickets, go to ouhockey.net. AT&T Wireless, where both new and existing customers always get our best deals. University of Arizona Hockey. Be part of building not just a championship culture, but the future. Visit ArizonaWildcatHockey.org. Summer Skates. Order your custom koozies or shower shoes at SummerSkates.com and show your game in comfort and style. University of Central Oklahoma. A top-ranked education and an elite college hockey experience. For more information, go to uco.edu or ucohockey.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. We are the best of barbecue Las Vegas style. San Diego State Hockey, sun, sand, and hockey, as well as a top flight education at sdsu.edu and sdsuhockey.com. The Great West College Hockey Podcast is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, to another episode of the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Scott Strandy joining you today from a very echoey La Quinta Inn in Albuquerque, New Mexico. On my way back to Colorado, my co-host is always... Stephen Marsh from that vibrant city of Las Vegas, Nevada. Stephen, how are you doing with the sniffles today? Oh, I'm doing okay. It's, it's very vibrant, and and I didn't even step outside today because it's so windy outside today. <laughs> the winds were blowing around as we've got this big temperature change. It's going to be, I think, in the 50s tomorrow for a high. And as you said, I have bad a little bit of a sniffle, so don't <laughs> go out there and make it any worse. So I'm nice hunkered down and kind of like Paul is almost every day of the week, hunkered in a basement. I'm not in a basement, but I'm hunkered, hunkered down in my room for the night <laughs> as we're uh, uh, doing this podcast. And, uh, and I we'll, love it. Uh, we'll see I how many it. we'll see times we can get through the show without me having to mute. And st- <laughs> That's what you got the mute button for, my friend. <laughs> yes. You got the mute button. <laughs> yes, yes. It serves that purpose as well. Uh, absolutely. Well, today's a big day in the world of ACHA hockey, as it may be. And how echoey do I sound? Because I sound very echoey to myself. You're a little bit echoey, but you know, that's, that's, that's okay. It's the big echo chamber that you live in. But, uh, you know, it's uh, it's uh, I just blame my little – we had so much going on last weekend here in Las Vegas. I, I think I, I must have overdid it or something because – uh, you know, there was so much hockey here in Las Vegas last weekend with all that what took place. And and uh, and so maybe that's why I'm feeling this way now. But uh. <laughs> a little rundown, but you'll get over it. That it, Plus, the change in temperatures is something. I mean, I went from 88 the other day in Phoenix 
to 48 today uh, in the White Mountains uh, just before I got into New Mexico. So but, I know that feeling. 40 yeah. degree temperature change is a lot. Well, people aren't tuning in this podcast to hear. You know, they're not feeling sorry for me, I'm sure. No, they so. don't care. They don't care about me either. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you've done shows in worse conditions than me having little sniffles. So. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm surviving. I'm, I'm fine. I'm uh, in a beautiful La Quinta Inn that was just remodeled here in Albuquerque. And uh, I broke my travel up into two days. Started a little later today. I thought, I'm going to quit at six. And, and let me tell you how stupid I am or really an idiot that I am. I, I'm looking at my watch, my Apple watch, and apparently it hasn't paired with my one of my five phones yet. So I'm looking at it and it's saying it's six, it's six o'clock and I'm over at uh, the Denny's restaurant. I'll give them a little shout out having my dinner. And I look at it and uh, Terry sends me a message. She goes, hey, your podcast starts in 13 minutes, right? And I'm going like, Oh God, yes. <laughs> so I look at my oh, no. I look at my phone and it says seven fifteen, and my watch said six fifteen. So I'm over there just leisurely having my dinner. All of a sudden, I'm scrambling. Luckily, it's just across the parking lot. So I dashed in here about two minutes before the show started. Luckily, I had everything set up, so all I did was sit down and hit the start button, and things were rocking and rolling. But yeah. So if you hear me a little out of breath, that's why. <laughs> anyway, nobody wants to hear about that either, Stephen, because the, the computer rankings came out for the first time. And like we always say, the computer is never wrong. Until they are. Or do we, or do we say that? <laughs> well, we don't say that they're wrong, but we quite a question the, the math and everything, especially <laughs> early in the season. I, as we've said before, I think in the end it usually works out, but – but boy, these first few weeks, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be very interesting just to, just to see this what came out this today with the first computer rankings and to really see the shuffling around, which we saw, which we knew was gonna be the case because we switched from the uh, coaches poll to a uh, computer poll, and now we're seeing uh, some very su surprising uh, results. But again, I think there's still a small sample size in regards to some of these teams. So you know they have one big weekend, a blowout weekend early on. And uh, it really affects the averages right now, so it's. Uh, I think that's a part of it too. But we'll go, we'll 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 dig deep well, into it. In, in all fairness, I reached out to Chris Perry today. It was late. I understand it was late in the day, and he probably didn't even get my text or hasn't even looked at it yet. But uh, I was going to bring him on. I said, "Hey, you want to come on and talk about your quote unquote A conference and how great they are in the uh, first computer rankings." <laughs> but I didn't get anything back from him. So it could be that my phone didn't send it correctly. It could be that he hasn't seen it yet. Or it could be that he just said, hey, I'm not going out with those two idiots tonight. So well, anyway, <laughs> yeah, it whatever could be, he chose It could be either of those things. But you mentioned <laughs> that, but the WCHL, there are, uh, let me see here. There are seven, seven in the top 25. Seven in the top 25. And, and if you were to even extend it beyond 25, Colorado's right at 26 technically so they're right on the cusp so they're they're right there then okay uh, before we dig into this let me ask you a couple of questions if i had said Stephen marsh when the first computer rankings came out in the 2022-23 acha season and the missouri state ice bears were number 31 what would you have told me be honest you just said i was crazy wouldn't you well i, I would wonder if you've 
gotten <laughs> gotten into something a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm in New Mexico. I'm not in, I'm not in Colorado or Arizona or Nevada. Is it, is it that where uh, <laughs> is it Area 51 near there? Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nevada. It's in Nevada, but I mean, it's it's. I guess it's in Nevada, but <laughs> yeah, there's still stuff going on out here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would wonder if you've been hanging anyway. out with a few of the aliens. <laughs> okay, so so I'm shocked at that. I know OU hockey is on the rise, so for them to be at 47 and uh, playing the schedule and just just being able to participate, well, this yeah, year being able to participate is phenomenal because they haven't won any games yet. So, yeah, but and, and I mean they're playing in uh, in a building that just became theirs a couple of weeks before the season started, so it wasn't like uh, they had everything all ducks in a row. And I think they're doing a fantastic job to just get where they're at. Um. What I'm a little bit surprised at, Stephen, and uh, you and I both saw the uh, UNLV Rebels take on the Arizona State Sun Devils. They were both undefeated in ACHA play, and um, they were playing uh, the midnight game first, and then they played Saturday afternoon, and we watched it, and I walked away with it and said, wow, UNLV is really good. And AC and maybe ASU is not quite there yet. Maybe they got a little ways to go based on what I saw. So when uh, when the rankings came out today, and I see UNLV number one and Arizona State number two in the country, Stephen, in the country, not in the WCHL. Were you surprised at that? I I was uh, at first glance. I was surprised by that because. Uh, we we saw them. Well, they, we hadn't. The coaches pull had them at eleven, but I, I think it's surprising just because, um, you know, they've they've were undefeated to this point. But you know, I but then I think about it. I think about how a lot of the the computer uh, rankings are count, determined, and you know, they've had some pretty lopsided wins or uh, in the early part of the season. So that really helped them. I think. Um, I don't know about the level of competition has been high other than these UNLV games i mean they played i think they played grand canyon already uh they played uh utah already and won a couple of the games uh that way i, I don't remember their other uh two wins but but it's uh you know so i mean it's they're good teams but they're not like the the top tier although we're gonna get to utah in a minute that's another one that's kind of surprising too but it's uh so so let's do that let's do the first 10 uh if we can um i mean and I understand the, the computer takes a little time to get all of this figured out. I, I get all that. But, um, man, when I look at the teams around the country, and you know them as well as I do, there's no Lindenwood this year, but, boy, Adrian's tough. Minot State is tough. And and you say that uh, right now, right here, UNLV is number one? Okay, I got no problem with that. They've proven it. They've played some NCAA teams, and they've won everything they've had on their ACHA schedule, including a victory over the uh, the defending conference champions, the uh, UCO Broncos. I get it. I understand that. But how you put Arizona State ahead of the Broncos, I don't know. And how you put them ahead of Adrian, I don't know. And how you put them ahead of Liberty, I don't know. Because we all know Unless something's well, gonna happen. Well, here. Liberty, I can see because Liberty's five and four. They've had a couple of, you know, they've had some, some losses. They lost a game last weekend to, uh, I don't know who they lost to, Robert Morris, I think, or somebody like that. 
or but uh, but so they they've but but I I still think yeah I don't know I they still shouldn't be number two they may should be a little bit a little bit lower and I still think when it when it evens out I think they're gonna be uh, they won't be number two I think you're gonna see because Arizona State will will play this weekend against Arizona and you know I think Central Oklahoma is gonna play this weekend and they have a chance to really score some goals and stuff and. Okay, and, and I know, I'm, again, I understand the computer. I get all that. But, again, Minot State, undefeated, 8-0. They played eight games. They're undefeated. I know they're an independent. And they go from number one to number three. And the and the number two team jumped up from number 11 to number two. And they're 6-2. and two. See, this is the problem that I have with the computer rankings. And I know in the end, Stephen, so I'm not going to – I'm not going to say this, but I know come tournament time, it's usually pretty accurate, but it takes a while to get going. And I think you and I understand that. Other people understand that. Maybe the coaches understand that. But you know who doesn't understand this? The common person, the parent, the fan, the person that buys tickets and buys merchandise. They look at this and they go, hmm, how did this happen? And let's just let's just use UNLV for an example. Because... The fans at UNLV just watched them pretty much destroy, well, not the first game, but the second game, it was pretty lopsided. Um, they beat Arizona State twice. And all of a sudden, they turn around and look, and they go, whoa, Arizona State lost twice to our team, and they're right behind us? They're number two in the country? See, that's what I'm, that's the thing that worries me with the ACHA is that you look at the NCAA and the, the polls that come out, and people look at the polls and go, yeah, that's not right. And our own Paul Hornstein does the Super 16, and he does those based on what he sees. And in, he, he does a lot of study into that. And I think he puts out a pretty good Super 16 every single week. But as a fan, I would be a little bit upset. I mean, let's use Adrian as an example. They're 9-1-1. And they're number six in the country? You're kidding me? Not a chance. Not a chance. And you look at Central Oklahoma, they're 9 2 0. Who did they lose to? Maryville once and UNLV once. And they're number four? I don't know. Well, well I'll tell you, and I know we're going we're gonna to get down to the whole thing, but I, I, the one that real, okay, now that, there's some there's some mind boggling ones. Uh, Arizona State, as you mentioned, uh, as you mentioned, number two, that one, but I can, I can understand. I don't know. I don't see them as a number two team, but that's how they have them right now. And again, we'll. But here, here's the one that really, and it's just, it's just on my head right now, and I want to get this out right, right now. How in the world is Oregon number twelve? <laughs> they were previously not ranked. They're two and two. They played only four games. They've not even undefeated, and they're higher than. Let me read you some teams that they're higher than. <laughs> Uh, Calvin eight zero and two, Rhode Island six three and one, Indiana Tech eight one and one, uh, Colorado State is six and two. I, I mean Colorado State, Maryville I, seven Maryville, and three, seven and three. I mean, I I, I that how about that, Lawrence Tech? That Lawrence one Tech number twenty at ten zero and one. That that one is the most surprising one to me, and, and and nothing against Oregon, they're new at this level, but I mean that's the other thing that's the course computer doesn't take that into account. But Oregon is two and two, and they're at uh, they're at uh, number twelve. So I mean, this goes back to what we've said before: is it beneficial to play less games, 
or more games. I mean, what's it going to look like? I mean, I mean, Oregon, Oregon's schedule is going to be pretty tough, but they're not this weekend. They're not playing any. They're playing some uh, Canadian team. I think uh, uh, Canadian schools. So I don't. I'm sure those don't count. But uh, you know, it, it's it's really, really interesting. I mean, we've seen computer rankings come out in the past, the first week, and, and there's always some chaos with it. I think this first week because there's a lot of a lot of uh, fodder for sure, but. I, I don't know. There's something about this 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 one this first one this year. I I, I don't know. I there's I've well, there's always there's always been some questions about it in the first one, but I'm really befuddled by some of the some of the teams and where they're placed. And again, well, I, I mean, there's been some really lopsided scores, and I guess that matters. It does matter, but but you know, it's like uh, you know. But I try not to get too upset about it because again, but it does make. <laughs> But well, and again, but you're right though. But you're but you're, but you're right about your point though, Scott. About that, um, parents of uh, players will look at that, and and fans of the ACHA will look at that, and will and and they'll see that. And so we kind of have to. And people that are putting out these uh, the polls, the league, and you like us, you know. Hopefully, people will will we can assure people that you know this relax. You know, it it, it does. You know, the more games are played, it, the averages work out better, but. But it can be. I mean, because you look at this and you think, well, how is my school that's you know got eight nine wins, you know, is is lower than a team that's only played four games, or or you go down to you know twenty two and you got a team like Grand Canyon that's not even five hundred, they're below five hundred and they're in the top twenty five. So, you know, I just it's or you got a team like Arizona State who's who's six and two and they've they've had some good wins, but you know it's I think that. That doesn't really matter. I mean, it does matter, but I think it matters the strength of the team you play. But I mean, how does the computer computer know that though? I mean, it just goes <laughs> off of the differential. Okay, so let me let me tell you this. These are the three that jumped out at me, and this is no disrespect to these three teams. I'm not picking on you. I'm just saying that this computer is a little bit off, if you ask me. Uh, let's start with Arizona State. They jumped from number eleven in the coaches' poll to two. And they lost two games this weekend. So they lost two games and they jumped nine spots. A little confusing. Okay. Minot State dropped from one to three and didn't lose a game. They're 8 0 0. Jamestown, and you and me have always talked about Jamestown, and I know they're probably ready to throw darts or knives or shoot me or something. But Jamestown is. That's why you're always. That's why you're always in a different location because (laughs) it makes it harder for Jamestown people to find you. (laughs) Good point. But Jamestown is four, four, and zero. They went from number ten in the coaches' poll to number five in the computer rankings, and they went ahead of Adrian nine, one, and one, and Liberty. I know you're going to say Liberty is only five and four. I get it, but Liberty. But they shouldn't be higher than Liberty, though. Schedule. They shouldn't be higher than Liberty. No, no, they should not. And I'll guarantee you, when the computer balances out and we get to tournament time, they will not be higher than Liberty. That uh, that I will guarantee you. And again, I'm not picking on Utah. I'm certainly not picking on Utah. But how long did they go on the road without even playing a home game? And they can't. And they come out with a five-five and O mark. Okay, good. But you were 23 in the coaches' poll. And now all of a sudden the first computer rankings come out and you're number eight? Are you kidding me? Are you telling me that Utah is better than uh, Ohio, Stony Brook, uh, Indiana Tech, Maryville, Illinois State, Colorado State? Um, you're telling me that they're that much better 
than everybody else that's that's behind them. I just can't see how you can go from 23 to eight. That is a monster jump. And, and you didn't, and you're not, you're just 500. And your wins have come for the most part at home, right? Yeah, came on home. But actually, they got two out of three wins this past weekend in Arizona. They won in overtime on Thursday against uh, against GCU. Uh, but again, I, but again, it could, and then they this, won a close game at Arizona. It ended up being a close game. Yeah, they actually got off to a four nothing lead on Saturday against Arizona. Had to hold on, but they ended up getting a four three win. They lost two nothing to Arizona on Friday, so they got they went two and one on the weekend. But the that overtime game in the computer's eyes goes down as a tie. So I mean, it look you get a win on a record, <laughs> so th- it's just a tie in the computer. So, so I mean, it's I. I but then the week before that, you know, Utah had a really good weekend against Grand Canyon where they scored like 10 goals against them, I think, one game or, or six goals against okay, them. So that that must have been the, that must have really helped them because they came to Vegas a couple weeks before that and, and Henderson, actually. And, and it was a close game, the 2 1 game. So that probably helped that they kept it close. And then and then 6 2 result for, for UNLV the next night. So, I mean, that's, you know, okay. so they, so they've 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 gotten better. They they started off one and four, but they, they've gotten a little bit it. better now. So I get it, I get it. But my point being is, the, you you talked about good wins over Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon is three five and one, and they're number twenty two in the poll. Okay, so it's not like they played Minot State and and played them close or beat them, or played Central Oklahoma and played them close or beat them, or played Adrian and beat them. No, no, no. They beat a team that's ranked 22. <laughs> so, and you look at Arizona and Chad, if you're listening, I'm not picking on you either. Your your record is three, four, and two, and you're holding down the number 25 spot. You actually lost four spots from 21 to 25. And while you lost, Utah made this mammoth jump from 23 to eight. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I know. I know. I know it's a computer. I'm not going to rag on it. I'm, I'm not really ragging on it. Only thing that I'm bringing up is the point I made earlier that when you're trying to win over fans, fans look at this and they go, I don't get it. And and they look at it. You, you and I know Dana really well. And he has a good point. And I look at him as not only a fan but a person that wants to see this sport grow at the ACHA level. And when fans, the people that support you, look at this and they go, how does this make sense? They don't know the ins and outs of the computer. They don't know the ins and outs of how these things are put together. So they look at it and they go, you guys are crazy because I have eyeballs and I watch games and I know this isn't the way they should be ranked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's, I guess there's no perfect, perfect way of doing it. I mean, it's, you kind of look at. Yes, there is. Here's the perfect way of doing it. You mix them. You mix the two early in the year. You mix the computer with the coaches, and you you look at things like these four examples that we just gave. The, uh, the, the Oregon one, the Jamestown one, the Arizona State one, and the Utah one, and you go to the coaches poll and you, and you say, 
okay, we can't bump you up 15 spots, Utah. I'm sorry. Even if you went undefeated and you destroyed Adrian by, by 10 goals each game, that doesn't move you up 15 spots. You're a 5-5 five and five and O hockey team. Okay, that means you've lost as many games as you've won, and you somehow advanced 15 spots in the poll. You see what I'm, see what I'm getting at? I think it's I think it's a bit un unfair in a way that to compare the coaches poll with the computer rankings because the we there's been some complaints about the uh, the coaches poll being kind of like just a people voting for their um, teams that they like and, you know, want to help them out and stuff like that. And so you know how you do it? You blend them. You blend the two. Well, but they're still good. If you do, if you, even if you blend it, they're still going to be subject to some favoritism there, but some of the coaches and stuff vote for other teams and stuff. Really? Do you think so? Because you think Minot State is looking at this thing today and going like, how did we drop? We didn't lose. How did we drop? How did the team that, you know, they're probably looking at UNLV and they're going like, yeah, okay, I get it. You guys are undefeated in ACHA play and you've played games against top caliber NCAA teams. I get it. I got no problem with that. But how does Arizona State vault us because they lost two games at UNLV? How does that make them a better team than us? Well, I'll tell you what, it makes UNLV's resume look even a lot better because now now it shows that they've got a win against Central Oklahoma, which is the number four team. They've got two wins against Arizona State, which is the number two team, and they've got two wins against Utah, which is the number eight team. So it makes them look really good now all of a sudden just because of the putting a number by these, these people. Yeah, I get it. But like I said, you, you just uh, you got to have a little bit of sense of logic in addition to the computers. And again, when it comes down to time at the end of the year, the computers are pretty good. By the time they balance all the uh, the numbers throughout the season and all the competition throughout the season, they get the right 20 teams in the tournament for the most part. I don't think there's too many people that are really going to complain because if you don't make it, it's usually something that you did. You know, Utah saw that last year. They struggled down the stretch, and it bumped them out. And a couple of teams got auto bids, and it bumped them out. But you know the auto bids are out there. You, you well, know that in advance. Well, I think what this will do now is it really makes these next few weeks really intriguing to, to follow. I mean, always is intriguing to follow some of these matchups. But now that the computer rankings are here, they're out, we see where teams are placed, whether they think they should be there or not, that's where they are. And so now you look at it and see, okay, well, let's – now, now I'm intri- now I'm extra intrigued by a team like Utah. Can they stay? Can they stay eight? And how long? Or, or will it? You know, how far will the next week when they come out? Will they they drop a bunch because they don't they don't play any games and some other teams will. So you know it's or how or how a team like um, Arizona State is number two. How can, how long can they stay up that high? I mean, will will the even just next week because of the um, there'll be more games in, in people's uh, books. Will it? Will they move down uh, Arizona State if they do beat okay. Arizona? Will they? Me, will they stay at two? Well, you're and, 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 and we should also panic too if teams win games and still drop. That's happens. And we, yes, and, yes, and and that's and teams that lose get bumped up. That's the point that I'm getting at is because I keep this it close. weekend we have Arizona and Arizona State starting their Cactus Cup series for twenty two twenty three. 
it's in Arizona or at Arizona, I should say. Um, yeah, it's so in Tucson. Let's play, yeah, let's play devil's advocate here. Let's say that Arizona, currently ranked number 25, let's and, say. And how much, they, jazz, how much more jazzed up do they get? I mean, it, they, it's already, they're already jazzed up because it's the, the Cactus Cup. <laughs> yes. But now they're jazzed up because now they see ASU as number two. Like, oh, this is, this is a number, we can beat the number two team, whether they think it in their minds or not. That's what their that's what their number is right now, and so they've got to be even extra jazzed up with this opportunity that if they win, they're beating a number two team. <laughs> You're getting to my point. You're getting right to my point. So let's say that Arizona sweeps Arizona State, which could happen. It could really happen. I watched. Uh, I haven't seen Chad's team live, but I did see most of that UNLV Arizona State game live, and I thought, yeah, Arizona State's a pretty good team. But they clearly were not at the UNLV level. They just weren't. And um, I think Arizona is better than their record. But let's say this, just for sake of argument. Let's say that the number 25 team in the country, Arizona, sweeps the number two team in the country, Arizona State. Now what, now what does the computer say? Is Arizona, is Arizona going to jump from 25 to 2 because they won two games over the number two team? And where's Arizona State going to go if they lose to the twenty-five team? Do they drop to twenty-five? Well, that would be that would be quite a fluctuation, <laughs> and exactly. And but it also has to factor in too, I guess, how close the games are. If it's a one-goal game, two-goal game. If it's a six-seven-goal game, I think all that matters. I, I get it. And then, I get it. yeah, but I mean, I don't see. Well, I mean, but I don't you're know. talking I mean, about number twenty-five versus number two. I know it's, that it's, should be light years apart. This is if, like the if, big under. This is like a big underdog right now in Arizona. Gonna have, to have a chance to knock off the number two team this weekend. Yeah, but it, they, but it they, does it does well for Arizona now because, of course, it's already the, the Cactus Cup, so that that's already motivation enough. But to try to sell tickets and I'll say, hey, we're playing the number two team in the country this weekend, <laughs> and the Cactus Cup are in-state rivals. They, they hated school from Tempe. Come and cheer us on so we can beat this number two team. I, I mean, get it. I get all that. That helps, that helps all that side of things. I, I get all that. But then you've got the problem of, like I just said, what if there is a sweep by Arizona over Arizona State? Now what do you do? Because you're going from the number two team to the number 25 team. And if that 25 team beats the number two team, and we both know, that those two teams are a lot closer than 23 spots in the, in the rankings. We know that. So when they play, this could be a very tight series. I'm not going to say that Arizona is going to win them both, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did because they're playing on home ice, and they know that they have to improve their record. Plus, you look at their record as 3-4-2, and two, and you know where they went? They went to Michigan and played three games against Dearborn, who knocked him out of the tournament last year, and against Adrian. So they took it on the road and challenged the big boys, if you will. And um, they come back home. Who knows? I mean, they could go on a roll right now. And then I think you really have a conundrum on your hands because how in the world, are, how are you going to justify that with the computer? Well, that says that statement right there is uh, kind of a oxymoron uh, because uh, <laughs> you can't. When it comes to computers, you can't. 
they don't need justification. They just you just punch in the numbers and it does it does its little work and spits out a spits it out. You know how you fix that, Stephen? You merge the two. I mean, you have a computer and you have some humans. I mean, look look at what IBM Watson did to the Jeopardy champs a few years ago. <laughs> okay, you know what I? <laughs> they beat him. Nice one. Nice one. <laughs> you know what I look at? We do a little show on Monday night, Stephen. I don't know if you've heard of it. Computers are taking over. Computers are taking over, Scott. <laughs> I know, but we do a little show on Monday night, Stephen. I don't know if you've heard of it or not, but it's called Analytics and Eyeballs. You know why we do that? Is that is that when you look at numbers and in your eyeballs and what they see? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know why we do that? Because what happens on Monday night is or Monday is the NCAA polls come out, right? And some of them are by coaches, some of them are by media, some of them by the media people voting for the coaches. Um, so we look at it, and then Paul and I look at it with what we actually saw on the ice. And believe me, Paul sees probably six games a night on the weekend. He's got so many screens going. He gets four on NCHC.tv, and then he has at least two others going. One I wonder he never. I wonder he never. No wonder he never leaves his basement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't unplug him. Uh, but anyway, so you look at this and you go, okay, um, that's why we do analytics and eyeballs so that we can say. Yeah, I know this is what these people say, but this is what our eyeballs told us. Now let's see where that plays out, right? Who Who's going to be on top of this situation when it comes down to it? So that's the point of analytics and eyeballs, and we think it does a really good job. I, if people haven't listened to it, I encourage them to listen on Monday nights because uh, it is a, a fun topic of conversation. And again, I'm going to steer this back around, then we're going to take a break. And we're going to go into well, what's coming up this weekend. We've kind of already alluded to some of it. But um, my point being is when you're trying to build something, right, you need fans. You need supporters. You need advertisers. You need marketing people. You need philanthropical people, people that are willing to put money and support your programs. So if you put out something and you just look at it from the computer rankings and you say, yeah, the computer says this, and people can see with their own eyes that it, it doesn't look right, it doesn't smell right, they, they're they going to be turned off by it. And that's human nature. So if you want to be a program that grows, at least at the beginning, and again, I know the computer is going to get it right at the end. But right now, it doesn't have enough information to get it right. So you should be merging the, the computer with some individuals. I don't care if it's five media people or five people from the ACHA or five coaches or whatever. You've got to get some input. And so when the computer kicks it out and they look at it themselves before they publish it and they go, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't take a five and five team in Utah and jump them 15 spots. There's there's a problem here. We gotta we gotta fix this because that's not right. Yeah, I and, wouldn't I wouldn't put Utah at eight. I mean, I know offense to the folks at Utah. I love I love them, but uh, well, I do too. And I I'm not put, saying that. I'm just I saying that when when people were having them down at twenty three, and then a, the computer now saying that they're eight, that doesn't doesn't uh, pass the smell test. 
if I can even smell right now, which is debatable, but it doesn't pass the, the smell test. <laughs> exactly. And you know who sees that? Just what I've been saying for the last 30 minutes. The people that see that are the people that put money and support your program. And if they think your program, your association, your ACHA organization is a joke, the chance of them supporting you gets slimmer and slimmer. So you need to make it look legitimate. And I mean, and I, I don't know. I, I've, I've said this every year. I say it till I'm blue in the face, and I know it's not going to change. I guess who I'm speaking to really is our podcast listeners, and I'm letting them know that, you know, uh, just like you did, that this is a computer ranking that doesn't have enough information to totally formulate yet. And, and yes, they come out, but you have to take them with a grain of salt at this point. You can't get bent out of shape over it because in the long run, it ultimately doesn't mean anything, but I don't know. I, I just get really, really frustrated when I see it because I see things from a marketing standpoint and you know this. You've well, you know what I would like to see? You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see a video come out of, of actually, I mean, we, we read it and, and people try to explain it, but I like to see it visually, like explain, explain how exactly, it is calculated because I, I still don't understand it completely. I mean, if it's based on goal differential, then you could just play a bunch of easy teams and win by 10 nothing. But that doesn't that, – you got to play good teams, and that factors in. But I, I I guess I need to look at it more deeply. But, I, I mean, I used to be good with math, but, I mean, I don't know. This this kind of math is <laughs> – I don't know. It's up. It's out. It's out of this world. As you're in, uh, as Area 51 may not be too far from you. It's out of this world. That's for sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I think we beat this up uh, to a pulp now. So um, we'll get some feedback. We'll get some angry people. We'll get some people. I think that like what we say. But remember, Scott is in Albuquerque tonight. So. <laughs> So go there, because tomorrow he's not going to be there. So, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm in the almost. I'm always in the same city as I'm always in, so it's probably easier to find me. I'm either at one of the. Well, never mind. Don't, don't say up. it. Don't say it. <laughs> anyway, um, it's just it's just fun fodder, and like I said, the only thing that I'm a bit irritated about is what it does to the fan base because they don't understand it, nor should they, because you and I do this and we have a hard time understanding it, even though we know the way it's played out. But, you know, if you're a parent of, uh, let's say, a goaltender at Minot State or a, a goaltender at Central Oklahoma, and you look at this and you go, what the heck? Central Oklahoma, the defending champions, nine and two, and their only two losses have come to UNLV and to Maryville, who played them very, very tough on the first nights of the season. Um, and you look at that and you go, huh? We're number four? And if you're Minot State and you go like, hey, we played eight games, we're eight, oh, and oh, and we dropped from number one to number three, how, how, how does that happen? What did we do wrong? We won, we won all of our games that were played in front of us, and we dropped three spots or two well, that, spots. Well, that was the, that's the real interesting thing about it is Central Oklahoma kind of stayed where they are. They're 9-2. and two. Or, You know, they were number four last week, and they're still number four. Um, you know, and 
we should mention, I don't think we actually mentioned, so let's mention the WCHL school. So we mentioned UNLV yeah. is number one. Arizona State is a number two. Uh, Central, uh, Central Oklahoma is number four. Uh, Utah is number eight. Um, we'll go down to Colorado State is 19. Grand Canyon is 22. Arizona is 25. And then I think I got them all. I think that's everybody. Yeah, seven. Yep. And then Oregon. 26, right on that. Outside looking in is Colorado. When I, if I was Colorado, I'd be saying the same thing. Well, like, hey, what did we do? You know, I know we got hammered by by uh, by um, UCO, but UCO is going to do that to just about everybody they play. So why did we get saddled with dropping like that? Because we played the best team, one of the best teams in the country, and the defending conference champion. Yeah, and then they beat. I think I think they beat Missouri State at, at home too. Of course, Missouri State's that's a team that's surprising because you usually see them in the in the top twenty five, but they're not in the picture right now. So, but they even them. I mean, they you know they they could certainly be in in the picture over some of these these teams that are kind of hanging on. I mean, I, I well, we we've, we've done, we need to take a break. But anyways, it's my head's gonna <laughs> my head's gonna hurt more than it already is. Thank you. <laughs> We'll take a break right now. We'll come back and talk about the matchups upcoming for this week. We'll be right back, folks. So you're a few weeks into the season, and that brand-new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. So you're a few... When you put on that Central Oklahoma Broncos jersey, you represent a championship culture on the ice and in the classroom. Two-time ACHA M1 national champions, four-time WCHL champions, and named a Best in the West College by U.S. News and World Report, UCO hits all of the benchmarks for an elite college hockey experience. Our Edmond, Oklahoma campus, which is just minutes from downtown Oklahoma City, has over 100 areas of study and over 200 student organizations to help you find your fit. Whether it's our stunning 210-acre campus or our NCAA-level hockey environment, go to uco.edu or ucohockey.com and see if Oklahoma's Metropolitan University is for you. Play at the premier ACHA D1 men's program on the East Coast and prepare yourself for life and career at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Sellout crowds, top competition, and championship aspirations await you on our picturesque campus with state-of-the-art facilities, gifted faculty, and over 700 programs of study to help you make an impact on and off the ice as well as your community training as a champion for Christ. Your faith in yourself and your beliefs are equally as strong as 
see if Liberty Hockey and Liberty University is right for you. Visit us at liberty.edu. Oklahoma Sooners Hockey, celebrating 20 years of big hits, 20 years of big saves, and 20 years of big goals. Go to OUHockey.net and get your season or single-game tickets to see the Sooners take on national powers, Minot State, Missouri State, and, of course, rival Central Oklahoma. Single-game tickets are just $10 apiece, while OU students and staff are free with their ID. Youth hockey players are also free if they wear their jerseys. 20 years of Oklahoma Sooners Hockey. The action you crave, only faster. Hello, fans. My name is Hunter Mazzillo, and I'm number 26 for the UNLV Skating Rebels, and you're listening to the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. From the Summer Skate Studios, this is the Great West College Hockey Podcast. Indeed it is the Great West College Hockey Podcast. My apologies again as we're still trying to update all the ads to get them over on the new format that we're using. I promise, guys, we will have it back and we will make it up to you next week. Uh, we continue to build on this thing. It's just crazy with the season underway. But Scott Strandy with you tonight from uh, beautiful, beautiful Albuquerque, New Mexico. My co-host is always a little sniffly Stephen Marsh from uh, that vibrant city of Las Vegas, Nevada, where I was just at, Stephen. And by the way, I had a really good time. And I uh, got to go to Randy's Donuts, got to go to our friends over at uh, Jesse Ray's Barbecue. I mean, uh, we got a little of everything. As I say, did, did you did you get to ha- did you get to have any fun while you were here? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, did a podcast did it, from did anything, Mobile. Yeah, that was that was good. And did anything big happen th- uh, that weekend? No, not a thing. Nothing happened. No, except, you, really? except Arizona State defeated North Dakota. Oh that? yeah, well, well that happened. Yeah, but I was. <laughs> I was thinking about the, the, uh, the, what the Golden Knights winning a couple of games, Silver Knights winning a game, you gonna be winning two Homer. games, Homer, <laughs> and then and then ASU and North Dakota playing each other. <laughs> and by the way, the ASU guys really loved coming through that uh, Vegas Golden Knights uh, tunnel, if you will, onto the ice. That was pretty cool. It was hosted by North Dakota, but yet the Sun Devils got to come through the tunnel of the Golden Knights. And people were taking pictures of it. I saw Paige Shackle at the SID took a picture in there. Uh, the players, uh, they absolutely loved it. And, and the, 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 the 3-0 and inside T-Mobile Arena, so maybe they need <laughs> they to... Uh, they, they need to place. Well, they need to play more of their games there. I mean, they, there is an NHL team playing in their arena, so why they can come and play. <laughs> you had to go there. Every show, you got to go there. Well, uh, <laughs> well they, they have again another game Even, there at... Tonight, I think, or last night. Last, last night, I think night, it was. They, they got their first. Florida. They got their first win ever at Mullet. So that was congrats to the to the uh, Coyotes. And you know what they did? They took a photo in that beautiful locker room. <laughs> they want to <laughs> have one for the wall. First oh, yeah. win ever at Mullet, their new home arena. Oh yeah, with all their 
with all the rabid 5,000 fans that are, that are in attendance. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> okay, off of that topic before we get ourselves in trouble. Uh, but anyway, what um, the, the poll is the poll, and I know I'm going to get hate mail, and that's probably why Chris didn't want to come on because he figured I was going to bash him. So um, I get so it. Is this a good time to mention our text line? <laughs> yeah. We did mention the text line. I played the ad. Uh, okay. But anyway. Uh, People want to email you, though. They could go at ICTHSW. Got it. Well, oh, no. <laughs> then the hate mail. I can delete just as much as I can read. <laughs> anyway, that's just my opinion. You need folks. something so to read. You need something. To, you need God something God. to listen to when you are driving back to to Colorado tomorrow. Yeah, okay, thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's why he's my partner, folks, because he sets me up. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So we got about twelve minutes left of the show. Let's talk about what's going on this weekend. Do you have the schedule in front of you, Stephen Marsh? I might have it here. Okay. A couple of sniffles away. <laughs> I've got to wait for it to reload here. There it is. I, I, I joke. I joke because I love you. You know that. <laughs> do you, though? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Okay. You're the man. It, oh. And by the way, I got a little flack from, from uh, Paul Hornstein for, for giving you a shout-out on our Monday night show when we had the vice president of intercollegiate athletics on from Lindenwood. And I said that you had a chance to visit with, I said, my vice president of ACHA hockey oh, had, had an opportunity to visit with Rick Zombo a couple of times. And the experience was a little eye-opening to get started. <laughs> and Paul said, vice president, how do you get that title? And I said, hey, <laughs> you're a vice president too. You're NCAA hockey. Let, let's get it straight here. Let's, let's play this cool. <laughs> oh, a title's just a title. Uh, but the work involved with it is not. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on. I'm still on what's the ACHA. On I'm still on the ACHA contract anyway. I'm I'm paying you to do this anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Pay to play. <laughs> except I think except 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 today I think it, it actually worked in my favor. <laughs> it's starting to turn. It's starting to turn, my friend. Anyways, a little People don't care about all that. No, they don't. They don't care a bit. They want to hear about their team playing this weekend. That's what I've got here. I've got some Who games got? here. Now that we know what the rankings are on the computer, we can we can build these up a little bit more here. So let's build up. Go there. Let's it. build up. Some teams are off this weekend, but we do have. Uh, we've got University of Colorado, the number twenty-six team, taking on Missouri State, who's a little bit lower. So maybe not such an intriguing matchup, but it's going to be intriguing because it's a WCHL game. And it's in Missouri State, and Missouri State went to Colorado just a few weeks ago and lost both games. Uh, so this will be a chance for Missouri State to return the favor this weekend. Then you also have a weekend set in Oklahoma. At uh, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State are playing each other. Oklahoma State's a M two team. Bedlam. Yeah, that's on Saturday. Friday they're going to play at Arctic Edge Ice Arena. They'll play at five fifteen p.m. They'll be the opening act because. After they finish, then University of Central Oklahoma plays, and they play Colorado State University at 8.45 p.m. Central Time. And that'll be a good matchup now that we know that Central Oklahoma is number six <laughs> and Colorado State is number, what, 18 or 17. So that turns out to be a really good matchup. Eight, Colorado State 8-2, and two, and Central Oklahoma is 9-2. And, so this, and this is going to be – this will be a good matchup. 
Okay, I'm crossing my fingers that it really is, but I'm not holding my breath. Central Oklahoma is still a pretty good team, and uh, Colorado State's a lot better, and they certainly are are competitive. So we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, but I, I think Central Oklahoma is really tough to beat at home ice, and it's going to be. I don't think they'll lose as bad. I don't think they'll beat them as badly as they beat Colorado uh, last weekend. But I think it. I think Central Oklahoma probably gets both games against Colorado State. Okay. And then it, then down in Tucson, we have Arizona State, the number two team in the country, taking on uh, Arizona. Well, that was weird to say, too. <laughs> and, and Arizona, who's down at number 25 at uh, Tucson Arena. And, and we should mention this. This was brought up on the, uh, the podcast of the conference that we're talking about, that uh, this is not a WCHL game because they play each other eight times. And, and for WCHL purposes, they play 20 games that's uh, – Eight, they play 10 at home, 10 and away. There's two divisions, all that. People may know the breakdown on that. But uh, this is not a – but these these teams are going to play each other more than just the four times. That yeah. You yep. might. So, so the series that's later in the year in Tucson will count for WCHL standings. But this is still going to count for ACHA. So it's still important games. Obviously, still for the Cactus Cup. Still like going to be good for computer rankings. But when the uh, people <laughs> – but if people look Saturday night and see the results of these two games, when the WCHL tweets out the standings update and wonders why – there's nothing changed on these two teams. That's why. Because we wondered that last year. We were some confusion. Yeah. But I yeah. wanted to get on the, the forefront good of that point. too. Just hearing that, that up. that on, the, uh, on the other part. I know you tried to get the guy that does have other podcasts on, but he must have been other things going on. So um, I wonder if we'll ever get invited back on that part. Because I've never been invited on that podcast. Now. You've been, I'm, you've I'm been invited on a couple of times. <laughs> I'm done now. That's, that's it. That's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the, I think the, the phone's going to stop ringing uh, for, <laughs> from his number. But anyways. Again, I, let me let me clarify that before we go any farther. Again, uh, this is not a slam against anybody. What I'm trying to do is to give the people that support the ACHA. I'm trying to give them a little fact and reasoning behind this, because that is, you know, uh, that bottom line is that's how these places stay in business. If if fact and reasoning, that's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> because if parents don't because I watch the kids... news these days, I don't see a lot of fact and reasoning. Yeah, happening. good point. Really good point. <laughs> but if if parents don't help their kids out with tuition and the ability to play, and if if the you know to pay the cost to play, and if the players don't go out and do the work in the community and fundraise, and if the 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 community businesses don't support them because they think it's a joke. That that hurts. That hurts a lot of people. And, um, you know, I, you know me. I don't even want to go in a losing locker room because I think it's pointless. What do you want them to tell you, right? They lost a game. It, it, you know, they tried their best. They didn't come out on top. You want to sit there in front of them with a microphone? What do you want to get out of that except pain and agony? There's no point in it. I understand. And I'm not taking this anything. Shots at beat reporters because they have to put the comments in. That's what they do. It's part of well, holding a team accountable too. That covers a team like that. I mean, that's why the, you know, these coaches right after games they do whether they win or they lose they do these press conferences. They answer the questions from the press. Sometimes I think it's a little bit, it's a little bit, uh, I don't know. It's, but I know let them at least like let them at least digest it for a day before we go. People go in there and mob them. Say, well, how come you didn't yeah. shoot the puck here? How come you, you know, it's like, come on, you know, it's but they yeah, haven't seen the tape yet. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I said in these press conferences now that we're in a, and somebody, a media member will ask the coach, um, you know, what you see in this thing? And then I'll say, well, I haven't really looked at it yet. I have to look at the video still. That's, I mean, yeah, because the game just ended 10 minutes ago and they haven't really, Right. That's all. That's the kind of, sometimes you get those kind of answers like, well, I don't really, I can't really comment on that yet. I have to go back and look at it. Okay. Right. So, <laughs> and so, and you know, our, this company was founded on the, the fact that we want, we want to be promoting and growing the game. We don't want a negativity. And that's why this is hard for me when these come out. But I'm not doing it to be negative. I'm doing it to be positive for the fan base. I want the fan base to know that this is still a superior product. We call it the Great West College Hockey Podcast because we think that it's a step above club. I hate the word club. I don't want to say it. So we're in the, the business of promoting and growing this and we and my feelings i'm not going to speak for you but my feelings are that the fan base and the the people that pay marketing dollars and sponsorship dollars need to understand that you know either your team is not as good right now as they look on the poll or your team is not as bad as they look on the poll because if i was trying to sell marketing for for the university of arizona right now it might be really tough because the the, the sponsored businesses look at it and they go, geez, you're 25 in the country. What happened to you guys? And but, it's not but they the probably, case. But they probably, but they probably should be about that because they've, they've kind of struggled in the early going. But then again, you compare it to these other teams that, you know, are higher up or maybe just the record-wise is just one or two games better. And it's like, is that team really that much better than, than Arizona? You, know? you answered your own question. You did it very well, too. So, but what I'm saying is I just want the, the sponsors and the partners and the parents and the fans to understand that this is numbers being fed into a computer, and that's all it is. It's, there's no eyeballs involved in this. There's no looking at the caliber of players or knowing if there were guys injured or knowing you know, all the little things that could have happened. Was there a bad call? that gave somebody an opportunity that maybe shouldn't have? Was there a disallowed goal? I mean, all these things are not factored in by the computer. They just take the numbers at the very end. That's why I say I believe the right, the right thing to do is to blend them, at least for the first month of November. When the computer starts kicking in, you blend both. Uh, you have some people that watch games and look at them and, and analyze, and you put their input with the computer input and you make little tweaks because some things don't make sense. And then by the time you hit December or the time you hit the end of the first semester, I think the computer is pretty much on track. I love yeah, speechless. Again, send your mail to at gmail.com or send your tweets to, well, we can send them to one of, six different accounts that we have but the acha one at acha underscore ITHSW. Oh, <laughs> just make sure you put scott that you meant this message is going for scott <laughs> anyway if you're a sponsor just know that we we've got your back okay all right what if else you're you a sponsor you want to spot want to sponsor with us after all that then you still then please send your email to scott as well yeah we'd love to have you way, we have the best marketing rates out there we have almost thirty three thousand downloads 
and uh, people listen to the show. They love the show. So if you want to get in at the best rates possible, now's the time to do it because when we start climbing and it's coming soon, the next 90 days, there's going to be some changes happening. Uh, I can assure you the dollars won't stay as inexpensive as they are right now. Okay. Uh, you got anything else we need to talk about before we say goodnight? I don't think so. I think we've, I think we've covered a, a thing or two, I think, tonight, at least about the, the rankings. I think everything there is good. I think these, we kind of talked about the, some of the results, so we didn't get to all of them, but those were on the, the league website, and we kind of – I mean, UNLV won their games. Uh, Arizona, we talked about, split with, with, uh, with Utah. Central Oklahoma beat Colorado pretty big. So, yeah, I think we kind of covered all the series that were of importance, but – it's going to be uh, – I, I just would caution people that we do this show next week and a new ranking comes out, and it probably will change a bunch again, not to, to panic because uh, it's going to take a few weeks probably to kind of get everything kind of more leveled and, and stuff, and, and we'll see what happens because UNLV is not going to play this weekend, and then you're going to have other teams that will, and so is UNLV kind of stay where they are because they're not playing any games? Or will other teams overtake them because their average will be better or whatever? So, so we'll just uh, – We'll just see what happens uh, this weekend. But uh, Arizona State, congrats on being uh, the number two team in the country on uh, November second. Uh, uh, too bad the national tournament is not until March sixteenth uh, or whatever. So we'll see where they are <laughs> when the ranking is, uh, is is then. Okay, let's go with that. <laughs> All right. That's my point. Is that the national tournament isn't in two weeks? It's four months from now. So yeah. Yep. You but it still it. makes for a fun conversation like we just been able to spend a whole hour on it on this show. So thanks yeah. to the ACHA for that, giving us a good hour's worth of material. <laughs> From the Summer Skate Studios, the Great West College Hockey Podcast was brought to you by the University of Arizona, ACHA D1 Hockey, a rich history, past, present, and future. My Summer Skates, whether you choose our original red, a custom logo, or our new black shower shoes, show off your game with style at summerskates.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. No one does entertainment destinations better. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey, and a world-class education in any of our 300 majors. My M-Drive, real people, real results. Try M-Drive Boost to look and feel your best. The University of Oklahoma, celebrating 20 years of Sooner Hockey, the action you crave only faster. For ticket information and more, go to ouhockey.net. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas and 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Be a loaded in Vegas dish or a rack of ribs. This is barbecue, Las Vegas style. San Diego State University, 200 undergraduate programs and the top college hockey in California at sdsuhockey.com and sdsu.edu. Drurian and Suites, our quality and value have earned us 16 straight JD Power Awards. Book your stay at drurihotels.com. Liberty University, strengthen your faith, your game, and your education at liberty.edu. AT&T, get more with Unlimited Your Way. Get the perfect plan for each member of your family. Central Oklahoma University, championship culture on the ice and in the classroom. See if Oklahoma's Metropolitan University is for you at uco.edu or ucohockey.com. The Great West College Hockey Podcast and all the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. 
ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. The Great West College Hockey Podcast is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. We will say a big good night and a uh, thank you to everybody that listens to the show on download or live. This is the Great West College Hockey Podcast, and we'll say good night with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers De Niro. Good night, everybody. <laughs>